This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you. Good morning and welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us today. It's Buzz Adams Morning Show here for Thursday. And it is August the 6th. Thanks for joining us today. We've got just so much to get to. We're going to talk about the Osbournes. I guess Lisa watched the Osbournes new show on, was it Discovery? Um, no, the Travel Channel, Travel a.k.a. Channel. the Paranormal Station. Yeah. Because every commercial was like, on Ghost Hunters, on We Want to Believe, on, I was like, a lot of ghosts, I guess, traveling these days. Is it interesting to see, like, what what a uh, cable channel brands itself as and what it actually ends up being? You're talking about the learning channel, yeah, aren't you? <laughs> learning channel, if you want to learn about dwarfs, <laughs> I mean, that's the place to go. Isn't that where the 90-day fiancé yep, is, too? It mm-hmm. is. Yeah. You want to learn about the, the uh, K-1, visa, the K-1 visa? Sure, it's a learning channel. Uh, History Channel, if you want to learn the history of imaginary ancient aliens, Mm -hmm. I guess there's a history of imaginary ancient aliens anyway. Oh, boy. What station was Vikings on? History. Oh. Yeah, it kind of made sense. Okay, give them that. I don't know if it would stand up to scholar scholarly scrutiny or not Vikings but it was a good show. Well, I think a lot of it's because there's no official record of what yeah. exactly went on so it's just a lot of legend. Lot yeah. Of it's like the legend of William Wallace. You're not really sure what happened. Okay. Yeah but Travel Channel is they they probably should have called themselves uh, the paranormal channel that occasionally travels someplace. So Lisa watch that is going to let us know about it. Here's something kind of interesting in Los Angeles. The mayor, Eric Garcetti, says that he is going to authorize the power company and the water company to shut off power and water to places that are having gatherings with too many people. Yeah. So if you're having a big house party, they might just shut off your water. Joke's on them. You got a keg, probably. Yeah, but if they turn off your power, they're like, that's jokes on you. I got a generator. Yeah. I mean, I, I bet a lot of people in Southern California have generators because of rolling blackouts. They do, and, yeah. yeah. And you can always hear them because when the rolling blackouts happen, you go outside, you can hear <laughs> different houses. You're like, <sighs> We got neckline calls that we're going to get to. Let me give out our phone numbers. If you want to leave a message for the morning show, uh, just keep in mind, we listen to those, play some of them back. So... Leave a message that you might hear back on the air. You can call the toll-free neckline at 844-805-NECK. That's 844-805-6325. If you want to call in during the show, that is something we encourage. We more than encourage that. So here's the toll-free studio line to give us a call. It's 844-305-6210. That's 844-305-6210. 6210 to call the morning show. All right, let's find out uh, what everybody's working on. Everybody's got uh, their own kind of field of focus. So, Lisa, news, what's coming up in news today? 
Um, so the Beirut blast, the French president is going to be flying to Beirut today to meet with the country's political figures. That's after that explosion on Tuesday displaced thousands, killed at least 135 people now. Search is still on for survivors. Um, now, the blast was powerful enough. Now we're hearing it was felt 150 miles away, met, registered as a 3.3 magnitude earthquake. Mm. Uh, there's a two-week state of emergency in the country giving the military full powers during this time and they're going to be launching an investigation into the ammonium nitrate that was stored at the port where the blast originated. Have you seen the video of the bride who yeah. was getting her picture taken? Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. I, uh, I watched a bunch of Beirut uh, videos yesterday, but I didn't see the one with the bride. Oui. Yeah, the bride was in the middle of her wedding photo shoot when the explosion happened. I mean, it just knocks her off her feet. All the windows surrounding just immediately shatter. You can see the frames of the windows on the ground. And um, you can even see a little bit, because the photographer was taking a video, um, you can see the kind of the blast wave coming at them. Um, It's pretty shocking to see. But, uh, yeah, the search for survivors is is still going on. I mean, especially now when you see, like, the before and afters, like the side-by-sides of what the port used to look like to now. The death toll is going to go up a lot higher. You can tell. And also talking to bombs, it's the 75 years ago. The U.S. dropped a uh, uranium bomb. Well, wait a second. They're not. Uh, I thought, and you correct me if I'm wrong. I I thought most of the reports coming out are saying that it looks like it was an accident. They were storing too much of this stuff. This. Uh, Ammonia yeah. nitrate. Yeah. Well, because you said bomb. Well, it went off like a bomb. Like it's yeah. the way okay. the the radius of the impact area and the shock waves that happened. Um, a lot of people are saying they're like that looks like it was almost like a nuclear bomb that went off in that city. Yeah. Well, the the reason I want to clarify is because the the president on Tuesday had said, uh, you know, my advisors are saying they think it's a bomb, it's, uh, or that I think it's probably a bomb, and. Is looking more and more like it was not an attack. It was just like incompetence yeah. or whatever. But, and I was trying to explain this yesterday. When the president says something like his advisors are telling him it was a bomb, I sometimes wonder if the president didn't say, hey, I bet it was a bomb, and his advisors just don't want to engage with him. So they say, yeah, it could have been, sir. We'll look into it. Like they're blowing him off. And then the president interprets that and goes on TV and says, it was definitely a bomb. Uh, right now, they're saying it looks a lot more like they were storing this, you know, highly explosive stuff that they used to make fertilizers and bombs. So, um, and a fire went off and that caused this ginormous explosion. Brandon, sports headlines. What do we have coming up today in sports? UConn becomes the first FBS school to completely cancel the 2020 season. Had a few Ivy Leagues, or the entire Ivy League. The entire Ivy League had already canceled it, but uh, UConn has said no football this season. And then you also have the Big Ten and the Pac-12 now. They have kind of coalitions of players making demands to the conferences for safety precautions. And the Pac-12 took it an extra step saying, we want um, money to go to um, social justice reform and stuff like that. Okay. The the Big 12 has decided not to play their outside conference, or only play one outside of conference game. That means that UTEP, which was going to host 
Texas Tech as I think that was their home opener, but it was one of the you know games early on. They're not going to play that at all. So yeah, I would expect to see a lot of the non-conference schedule, and especially these. You know, a uh, a big team goes into a town and just pays money to get to whip up on a small team. Mm-hmm. A lot of those games may not be happening this year. All right, Joanna, how about entertainment news? Uh, you're working on that. Let us know what we got coming up on the entertainment side of things today. Well, movie theater owners are criticizing Disney after the studio announced that Mulan will stream on Disney+. Plus. The development came as a massive blow to theater owners who saw Mulan as a way to generate business at some point this year. All right. I think that's the problem. At some point. Yeah. All right. They're like, look, Disney's we already like, no, gave we the money. Do this. Yeah. Yeah, they already paid for the movie to get made. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still a loss for Disney, too. It's a loss for all of us. I mean, were you well, looking no, forward because to because I'm spending less money to see it at my yeah, house? Yeah, see. Yeah, but don't you think a lot of people are disappointed that that they don't get to see it on a big screen or you think eh. is that just me? There's some I'm sure that are upset it's not going to a big screen. And who's to say that Disney won't at least when movie theaters do open up, Disney's going to pull this thing of, "Oh, you know what? For a one-time only deal, we're going to put it in theaters." Yeah, like right. they did with the Avengers. So that people like, could experience it in theaters. Mm-hmm. We're opening up the vault again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hurry and buy this now. Not for Song of the South, though. Yeah. Oh, like, no. hurry up and do it now before the vault closes forever. Oh, that's how they would get you. I know. And I did every time I bought them, like, I don't know when the vault's going to open again. There's me with Bambi. Ugh, stupid movie. Now they're all on freaking Disney+. Plus. There's a new Star Trek show for uh, huge Star Trek fans. It's on CBS All Access where they had the very excellent, well, the first season was better than the second season of uh, Star Trek Discovery. On CBS All Access, the series premiere of Star Trek Lower Decks. And it's an animated series about the support crew aboard one of the Starfleet's least important ships. So maybe this is like a, supposed to be funny because... It sounds like a... Yeah, it's a... They, they're probably going to get up to hijinks because, you know, do you really want to see people below deck working on the suing, sewage? I wonder if their sewage runs on lithium crystals as well. Anyway, <laughs> that's uh, Star Trek Bel- uh, Lower Decks, which premieres today on CBS All Access. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Well, here is uh, what they're saying is a hot new trend in plastic surgery. Oh, let me hear it, because I have been watching a lot of... Botched. No, what is it? Skin skin Decision? It's on skin Netflix. Skin Decision? It's on Netflix. And, okay, give me the, give me give the, the thumbnail skinny. of that. Yeah, what's that about? Give me the skinny. Um, so this show is about two doctors, or not doctors, it's a, a doctor and a nurse, and they both uh, are specialists in uh, redoing... Um, people who had traumatic incidents in their life. So oh, like the, so it's like people who uh, were disfigured by an accident or whatever. There was one woman on it. She was known, she was a model in New York. And is, this the, is this the one who was in the tsunami? She was, no, no, no. This one, she was stabbed oh. on her on her doorstep. And it was because uh. of her, her old landlord was jealous that she wouldn't, I guess, give him like the time of day. Okay. And so he sent someone to go like stab her and his goal was to disfigure her so much that her 
modeling career was over. My uh, God. Yeah. And then the first episode is really like, so this woman, she got shot by her husband like five times. He was trying to kill her. And then Jeez. he went upstairs and killed their two kids. And so she's like, I'm just, I, I'm ready to move on finally. And she's like, and every time I look at my body, I just see the scars. Cause I mean, one of them was huge from the surgery that they did to try and save her life. Oh man. I never feel bad for the people on botched cause they kind of got themselves in that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is something else altogether. Yeah. But I mean, it's really interesting. I like the show because it's, if you like plastic surgery or you've, you've ever thought about getting it, they, they both explain not only the, the, tools that they're using so they explain what the machines are they explain what the procedures are and they explain like what the downtime is and like the nurse is like she's a aesthetics nurse like her specialty so she does a lot of like the botox the fillers the injections things like that so hers is ways to fix someone that's not going under the knife per se whereas the doctor is like okay well i do the transformation so she does the tummy tuck Mm -hmm. breast augmentations so they both are specialists in their fields but yeah, they go through and they'll tell you what the machines are. They'll tell you what, like everything that they use, and oh, it's so interesting. Well, uh, that sounds like uh, a, a show I should check out. Yeah, I, I'm really. I was. I asked my friend the other day. I'm like, hey, so what is? Do we have any sugar facelifts here in town? And she's like, you've been watching Skin Dishes and having you. I was like, yup. The only drawback would be it would be hard to make fun of the people getting this because, you know, they've been like victims of crime and stuff. Whereas on uh, Botched, you feel fine making fun of the people. Yeah, this is more like a research project. You find out about new procedures they have. All right, you ready? The hot new trend in plastic surgery Uh is reportedly something called genital matchmaking. Where you make it like I want mine to look like George Clooney. No. Oh. You make it symmetrical? You say, here's a canvas of mine, and here's the canvas of my boyfriend's. Now make it match. That's where a couple both get plastic surgery to make their erogenous zones and organs compatible with each other. So they give an example. A man, uh, if if they do general matchmaking, might have his uh, junk enlarged to better fit with his wife or girlfriend's uh, parts. I got to tell you something, Doc. I need some help. It's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. But also, they- like a puzzle piece. Make well, make, puzzle make it them sure. Together, making them more compatible <laughs> in the pants region, mostly. But like, way to really okay. put it in terms Buzz understands too. You went with puzzle. <laughs> and another example is the woman in the, and it doesn't have to be a man or a woman. I'm sure it's uh, you know, uh, <laughs> it's queer affirming. Sure. <laughs> But the woman, in our uh, hypothetical, might have a rejuvenation or or kind of a tightening uh, to match up better with with her mate. The result is supposed to be more friction during sex. I mean, that really makes it sound like, well, the guy's not big enough and the woman's too big. I bet there are other things going on there, but... I was going to say, what guy is going to be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to chop it in half because it's going to fit better for my woman. I bet you there are guys. I mean, go on. There are probably guys that have <laughs> treading on. <laughs> How could I say this? <laughs> this is always fun. No, just just leap in head first. Like just oh, go God. for it, man. Let's go. Three, two, there, one, go. There are probably guys that are too big that it makes them incompatible with a lot of women. You know. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of the big drawbacks for me. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. That's the drawback. Um, the Daily Mail's reporting this, so you know Daily Mail, but uh, sure. they don't list any listing prices for this procedure. But they say that most plastic surgeons can do, you know, whatever procedure. Plastic surgeons, if they specialize in that. Uh, so it's more of just uh, the couple in the relationship deciding to have this elective surgery. Genital matchmaking. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Fix my tool. Tighten her smash. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Lisa watched the Osborne's new show on travel. Uh, how was it? The show? Yeah, how was the show? Horrible. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> you know, it, it kind of... Wait, wait, wait. I thought you really loved the thing where Jack and Ozzy would travel around going to different interesting sites in the U.S. It was everything you said it would be. It was two old people watching YouTube videos. Yeah, because... You know, this is the Travel Channel. They're not traveling anywhere, and I get it because of, of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. But it was like Jack is going to convince. Here's what I imagined: Jack is going to convince his parents mm-hmm. that I don't know the the swamp ape is real or the the Mothman. So he t- brings up a bunch of grainy YouTube videos, shows them to him, and gets Ozzy and Sharon's reaction. Yeah. Is it kind of like they were trying to get or, or bank on the success of the old people react videos that you see on YouTube? Is that what they were kind of trying to do? It's like, oh, Jack's going to show them these videos, and then we're just going to try to get them to react to them. Yeah, it, it, especially because it's you're trying to convince. Like Sharon, you know, obviously is playing along and you know trying, but you can tell Ozzy's like, yo, let's wrap this up. Like, I want to go sleep. I don't want to be here right now. How's uh, how's Ozzy looking? Not good. Mm-hmm. He he did not look good. Uh, but you know he's he's playing along. He's in spending time with the family. But yeah, I was just sitting there watching it. Like this is this is really bad because I saw it was on TV and I thought, oh, you know, I'll, I'll check it out and um, you know, just see what they do. And yeah, no, it, it's exactly that. All right, this is a video um, that was shot. It's set in Ohio, but we spoke to the people who made the video, and it turns out they're from the UK. Do you recall and- like some of the some of the uh- unexplained phenomenon that they yeah so they into. actually go through different um like i guess you would say sections uh so there's one where they talked about haunted dolls and they yeah. brought up robert yeah robert the doll familiar and, with robert yeah so they bring up robert the doll and but they're talking about it and they're showing videos but then also they're like oh yeah don't you remember when we went to key west we visited robert and it's like wait so you already saw him <laughs> Like, and then he said, he's like, uh, Ozzy, you can tell Ozzy's a little bit superstitious, but cause he even said, he's like, yeah, I saw Robert and we blew him out of a water cannon. And then this year I got Parkinson's. So, I mean, obviously he's bad luck. Well, but, they didn't blow the Robert doll out of a, no, of a it was a, uh, can, it was like a replica or whatever. Yeah. And he said, he's like, ever since I did that, he's, uh, he's like, I've had bad luck, but it, it is just, uh, you're trying to convince the the fuddy duddies basically that stuff happens and then I mean there's a couple of like funny moments where you know they're looking at some mysterious lights over Dallas and you know Sharon asks if that's over the Bermuda 
Bermuda Triangle. Uh, <laughs> Those are the most boring paranormal videos are the ones where it's just lights over, you know, lights in the sky because really that could, there's a number of things that can yeah. be. And then they did one on um, Glitch in the Matrix. Well, okay. A- and so there's... Oh, like a video where something glitches in the middle of the video and... Well, yeah, there was one where the, like, uh, the dog just froze still and didn't move at all. And it was just completely still not breathing with its eyes open. And the owner's videotaping it. And all of a sudden he goes to pet it. And the dog comes kind of back to life and is all happy. <laughs> and Yeah. And, and Ozzy's like, it's a dog. Maybe it was just tired and stood still. <laughs> like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it just stopped doing things. That's how it was. And then there's one where the video, the the plane, it looks like it's not flying anywhere. And he goes, oh, well, yeah. that's what happens. He's like, you're traveling one direction. They're traveling the other direction. So it looks like it's still. Well, it's Ozzy's not- 100% right. I mean. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> that's the actual explanation. I saw that on another paranormal thing. It's like, this airplane looks like it's stuck in midair. And, and this was a show where they get experts to explain. It's like, no, it's a perspective thing. And. Yeah, Ozzy's all, well, did he pull over to see if it's still? And he goes, well, no, the video, they, and he's like, well, then that's on him. Yeah. Like, Ozzy's definitely not a believer. I, Ozzy's I watched, the voice of reason, it sounds like. He really is. Are you going to watch anymore? No. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think I got my, my, I got about 20 minutes and I got my fill of it. Uh, so uh, Ozzy's other daughter, not Kelly, was on TV talking about why she wasn't on the show. Amy? Yeah, so this is like the ghost daughter because occasionally you would see like a figure she was the in blurred the back. Out. Yeah, blurred. Yeah. She was the blurred out person and mm-hmm. she was around 15 when the Osbournes went on so she was a little older than uh, Jack and Kelly and Ozzy also has three other kids Yeah, from his first uh, marriage to Thelma Riley uh, but these are the three with Sharon and Amy was the one who wasn't on the show. And uh, here's a clip. She's explaining why she wasn't on the show. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Good yeah, for her. I wonder if she's ever, you know, sees uh, Kelly on what shows she on the talk or whatever. She was on The View. I she think. was View, on some yeah, fashion right. show. Oh, yeah. She was on Fashion Police, too. There we go. That one. Kelly Osborne was on Fashion Police, she, yeah, like making was. fun of other people's fashion. Yeah, and then interesting, I, she got in trouble. She oh no, it was on the View when she was saying how Mexicans are essential and they're essential oh, yeah. workers. Who's going to clean your yeah. toilets, Donald Trump? And all the all the other uh, View we're like, women Ooh. were like, "Honey, no." Oh, honey, <laughs> what is you doing? <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. And a bunch of Marvel auction stuff is going on, specifically like props and things. So Brandon's going to run down the list. And does that come with any? I told you, I've been able to find the list. I thought you sent it to me. I sent you the link to to hope that everybody can try to find something. I've been able to find a list of the stuff available. Oh, well, the thing. Who's offering the auction? Um, It's an auction Source prop something. Hold Propsterauction.com? on. Propsterauction.com? I think so. Found it. Ah, it's already concluded. Oh, no, they did have a list on there. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so we'll go over this. I've got some. No, movie- the, the Agents of Shield auction is taking place in November. Oh, see, the, oh, you know what? This one was for. Oh, the Defenders. Could I buy Luke Cage? 
Or Daredevil himself, or <laughs> Jessica Jones. Oh, wow. Sounds like you're going to have fun. <laughs> uh, we'll go through some of this stuff here in just a few moments. So here's here's a tale of three mayors okay. for you, uh, for the pandemic. Uh, two of them are from the U.S. and one of them isn't, but... We'll start with Eric Garcetti, the mayor of Los Angeles, who said that anybody caught throwing a, a large party of their house right now, and you did this in news, I know, mm-hmm. they're going to cut the power and the water off. Mm-hmm. You brought up a good question. How are they going to confirm that? Are, are they going to send a drone over to see if they're having a big party? Also, don't a lot of people, if you're going to have a big house party in, in let's say, Beverly Hills or uh, Brentwood or someplace like that, Right. There's a good chance you got a generator. So that's not really going to get in the way. But here's uh, Gil Garcetti talking about what they're going to do about these big parties that are going on in L.A. It, it seems like the type of thing where they're going to shut down the water, but they're they're accidentally, you know, they might shut it down on the entire block or shut down the, the power to the wrong house or whatever. Well, also to so shut down the... go wrong. Well, yeah. To right. shut down the water, don't somehow. they have to manually turn it off? Uh, in... Where we live, yeah. Somebody has to come out manually and shut the water off. So that's my... Uh, are I, they going to be like, excuse me, I'm from the water company. Y'all are partying and I need to shut off your water. They're like, stay behind the gate. What, what it, that whole clip tells me is that they, for whatever reason, like legally they can't go over and do a fine or, you know, break the party up or arrest people. So they're going to do this because if they could, why not just do that? Well, the they whole thing is... have tried that. Yeah, the whole thing is is that a lot of these houses are behind gates. So if you if the police were to show up at the house, they're like, yeah, no, I heard you're having a party. Nope. <laughs> Can we come in and check? Nope. Are you sure? Yep. All right, we're leaving. Like, there's nothing really they can do, and especially if the houses are pretty well secured, there's nothing really you can do. Let's uh, switch over. The next mayor is the mayor of Lake Ozark, Missouri. And he said that pictures that went viral of a bunch of people without masks partying over Memorial Day weekend were great publicity and that it's made uh, tourism really pick up. And yes, Lake Ozark is from the show Ozark on Netflix. It's the same place. With Ruth's out there. The mayor of uh, Lake Ozark says when those pictures from Memorial Day weekend of people with no mask partying, not social distancing, that actually that was a great thing for his town. And uh, the mayor of a town in Brazil, Itaihai, Brazil, says that he believes, all right, get ready for this, rectal ozone therapy. What? Rectal ozone therapy. Rectum? Damn near killed him. <laughs> he believes that that can treat coronavirus. Is that the thing where you aim it to the sun so it could get sunlight? And now you've you've got me. Uh, wow, boy, a picture of this mayor popped up. It's not very reassuring. <laughs> oh, no. He says the city will cover the cost. Okay. There is no proof that the method works, though, according to experts. The mayor, though, for what it's worth, is also a doctor. But he says ozone could be applied to the anus of symptomatic patients of COVID-19. A few minutes a day, 
uh, in different sessions. The statement was broadcast during a Facebook Live from City Hall. The treatment has no proven effectiveness against COVID-19. But here's what the mayor said. It's, it's a simple, quick application of two, three minutes a day. It will probably be a rectal application, which is very easy, very fast. With a thin catheter. Okay, so it involves a catheter. It's not oh. just like sun in your bum. Okay, that's what I thought it was. He says it helps very much with positive uh, cases of coronavirus. There is no evidence to back that up. And all of a sudden, hydrochloroquine and zinc seems perfectly sane. I mean, it just sometimes it takes something to put it in perspective. Mm-hmm. All right, Brandon, you got some uh, auction items you want to tell me about? You watched Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Every season. And I'm currently watching this season, even though it's time travel, and I hate time travel as a plot device. But I'm watching. <laughs> sure. What have you thought about time travel in regards to Umbrella Academy? I like the second season better, and it's all time travel. It's like they're going back in, uh, no spoilers here, but they go back in time to the 60s, the 60s right before Kennedy was shot. So. Yeah. Yeah, spoiler alert, Kennedy got shot. I feel, ooh, actually, I, I'm really interested for you to finish this season, Buzz. Yeah. Because I, I feel like you're not going to like it. Oh. I've th- I've no, no, no. I mean, he's going to like everything up until a point. I'm waiting for this weekend to just binge all of it. That's good, what I did. Man. You know what I'm waiting for so is the boys coming back on oh, Amazon Prime. Yeah. I've got a so mental gone. countdown going on in my brain. When's that oh, come back? God. September something, isn't it? For the boys? I thought Buzz had the mental countdown. Yeah. By the way, in this yeah. Marvel thing, I can totally buy a dead bear for like 100 bucks, and I'm really upset I missed out on that. Dead bear? Yeah, a prop apparently. When was there a dead bear uh, in a Marvel thing? Uh, one of the Defenders? It was. Oh. oh my God! The Boys comes out September fourth, the same day Mulan comes out. The what? It's gonna be the a busy boys. weekend. I'm gonna be a busy. All right, so uh, yeah, Marvel Agents Shield is on a ABC. I want to say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ABC. Yeah, it is ABC, and the main character in that is Coulson. Mm-hmm. So Phil Coulson, and if you're saying, well, didn't he die in Avengers? Shut up! Nobody dies as a comic book uh, world. Yeah. Nobody really dies. Some of the things that they have, and... Well, he just got killed again in the comic books. Deadpool killed him. Uh, we've okay. got Alfonso Mac McKenzie's signature shotgun axe from season seven. They want 10000 to 15000 for that. See, but what I'm that's seeing not, is... way too much. Well, no, no, but what I'm seeing, a lot of these didn't go. So the, the bear that I wanted, uh, it's from Marvel's <laughs> The Defenders ser- TV series. It's Murakami's steel knife and sheath with a bloody dead bear. They estimated it to go for $700. Guess how much it got sold for? Don't know. 175 I would have been Right? That's a life-size bear. I would really want the bear from Midsummer, though, but I if I had oh. to settle. Yeah. Yeah, so some of these prices, clearly there's iconic pieces that did sell for over the the, the cost. Like, for instance, uh, Luke Cage's Defenders costume that he had, which is just jeans and a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Uh, so they expected that to go for about $1,000. Ended up winning bid was 2000 There are a lot of Marvel characters that have never appeared in a Marvel movie that show up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So the Absorbing Man is one of Spider-Man's foes, and okay. he's never been in a movie 
he's a real his superpower is he touches something and his entire body turns into that substance. So he's a good uh, character. Mm-hmm. Deathlock. It yes. starts up in the first season, and you can buy Deathlock's costume from season five. Estimated to go for six thousand to eight thousand uh, dollars. Mockingbird is a female superhero who shows up in uh, Agents of Shield. They do have stuff for Nick Fury on there. Yeah, well, Nick Fury did a cameo, so Samuel L. Jackson actually showed up in the first season for a cameo, I think, in one episode, and they got his costume components with Toolbox Cube from season one, 5,000 to 7,000. Mm-hmm. You get Phil Coulson's light-up shield badge from season one. What are we looking at for that? Uh, about 2,500 to 3,500. It's one of the more, uh, quote-unquote, affordable items on this list. I or think- you could get Phil Coulson's uh, Chronicomb LMD costume from season six and Chronicom. seven. Chronicom. Chronicom, is that what it is? Yeah, it's a Chronicom. 1,500 Time traveling uh, robots. See, I, I think it just <laughs> depends. Like, because some of the stuff on here, for instance, uh, Pop's Barbershop chair and accessory, accessories from Luke Cage. So you get the actual, like, the little... The chair? The spin. Yeah, the little... The, you get the pole thing, you know, with the stripes on it? Mm-hmm. What's it? I can't remember what the name of it is. You get that. I think you, it's called a barber's pole. Barber's pole. Thank you. You get the actual chair. You get all of the accessories, so the trimmers, the the scissors, all of that stuff. They expected it to go for about 1500 to 2500 How much do you think it sold for? 6000 no, no, no. It was expected to go for 1500 not 15000 No, that's what I'm saying. Because it, it sounded like most of the stuff was going for more. Oh. No. It was going for far less. 200 Oh, oh geez. 500 $550. Oh. For an actual barber chair? I'm like thinking that barbers would want that. Yeah. Uh, but then there's other things. like That for might instance, be a good price on barber equipment. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, also, but then there's things that do go for more money. So there was a set of Harlem's Paradise accessories. Clearly, I'm just in the Luke Cage section. Uh, but it was a bottle of champagne for Harlem's Paradise. Has some uh, coasters, it looks like. Some napkins that say Harlem's Paradise on them. That'd be cool. Uh, how much do you, or is that napkins? I don't know what that is. Uh, it looks like a balloon maybe, or, you know, it's coasters. Uh, but yeah, a hundred drink coasters that say Harlem's Paradise, three gold trimmed matchbooks. Is this all one? Yes. One like, lot. Yeah. One lot. 50 black and gold paper napkins and a foam rubber stunt champagne bottle. I'm going to say 60 bucks. Somebody got it for 60 bucks. Uh, I, w- I would say for that, like two two fifty. So they're expecting it to go for six to eight hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred. You're closer. Two thousand two hundred dollars. By the way, I got to throw something out here really quick. What was the conversation we had when Nico was in yesterday about something that he was drinking? What's the ad that's on Buzz's screen right now? Oh, Pep. Right. Right. I don't I'm get Pepto Bismol ads, but Nico was nursing a bottle of Pepto yesterday. Yeah. And now there's a Pepto ad on my screen. Just like the I am computer just can. Saying. We didn't type that in. Nope. We just we talked, just about, talked it. about it. How did the computer know we were talking about Pepto Bismol? Uh, yeah. I, uh. Let's do this. Let's like intentionally have a conversation about some something that something product. random that none of us would ever random. buy. Mm-hmm. 
and see if we start getting ads for it. Yeah, Joanna's like, please, Weird. so I can stop getting Lisa's eyeglasses. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. She's giving me those. Oh, uh, this is something you might be interested in. If somebody didn't get it, it look, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't the best thing you can watch, but it's got an entire season where Ghost Rider shows up, but it's not the Johnny... Uh, Blaze version. It's the Robbie Reyes version, mm-hmm. uh, and they do a pretty good job. I'll say this: Is it better than the Nicolas Cage? Way better than either one of the Nicolas Cage. Good, way, way better. So Ooh, I got to check that. Out. What's something we don't really need here in the city in which we live? We don't have bodies of water. Snowmobile. Oh, <laughs> or, yeah, or you're, no, you're right on the on the same like path. A jet ski. Let's ride jet ski or snowmobile. Let's just have a quick conversation. Has anybody ever ridden either one? Uh, I've been on a jet ski. Neither. I have been on a jet ski. They are a ton of fun. I wish we had a large body of water. I love jet skiing. I've only done it a couple of times, but what a blast. I, too, love to jet ski. I've done it before, and it's something that I would thoroughly enjoy doing again. Snowmobile. I really want a snowmobile. Boy, I wish I could find out a place I could buy a snowmobile. What are brands of snowmobiles? Like, is John Deere, do they make snowmobiles? or like? Not, but nobody look it up now. Snowcat? We can't. We can't look it up. I think Snowcat's a big brand. And do you know God, the... What is uh, jet... It's like a jet dolphin? Like, what is the jet ski? Apparently up in, like, sea the dude. northern states, they don't call them snowmobiles. <laughs> They're snow machines. Yeah, whatever. Snow? I just want I think a snow right, machine or a snowmobile. Isn't sea That is a brand of snow... Or of a... See, just a type of um, jet, ski. jet ski. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Right. Okay. I, I couldn't think, think of it. I was like, the vroom vroom. <laughs> All right. I think we've uh, done that enough. But vroom if vroom. you want to go and check out the stuff, what's the website that has the stuff that's going to be auctioned? Uh, the Marvel stuff. It is called PropStore.com. All right. And they have a lot of different things on there. Um, they also have one that's called Treasures from Film and Television, which is not just Marvel. Ooh, a Space Odyssey. And get a ape mask. Uh, lots of different Jack Bauer, Kiefer Ooh, Sutherland. One of the ape masks from two thousand one: A Space Odyssey. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Any yeah. Captain America stuff there? I would love some. I see yeah. Spartan costume. Come on, Captain America! It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Let's go ahead and get to our entertainment news, Hollywood chit chat, and. Notes from Tinseltown with Joanna Barber. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively are really sorry for getting married on a former plantation. During a new interview, Ryan Reynolds apologized again to his fans for the location of his 2012 wedding. Uh, The pair were wed in South Carolina at Boone Hall, a former slave plantation just outside of Charleston. This This was a thing that's really popular. I was shocked to find out that these places still operate and there's waiting lists. Yeah. If you want to have your wedding at a former mm-hmm. slave plantation. There are Pinterest boards dedicated to things like this. Yeah. Like, have your wedding here, and this is how you can decorate now, the plantation. I, I've looked in, not that work. I'm planning on getting married, but I wonder if they went full out, like, dressed in period costume, because some people do that. Some like, people really do that. I'm telling some you, people Pinterest. have African-Americans who mm. wear slave garb. No. Who no. work? Who do the catering? In no. some cases, yeah. No. So, I mean, did they oh, go that so far? Crazy. I don't think so. Uh, but Ryan... when I was a kid in Atlanta, I went to a slave-themed restaurant. I mean, oh, the whole geez. thing was on the side of a former plantation. Why? I didn't get to pick. I was eight. No, but I mean, how did it? Really weird. I mean, 
even back then. I so this was like I even felt weird when I when we were in New Orleans because they give you if you're having a wedding at the the hotel and it was a very very nice hotel in uh, the. French Quarter. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And so they give you a person like the groom gets a butler and the bride gets a, a like a maid to help you. And and she was black. I'm like, oh, this feels weird. But I also love her so much. I tipped her so much money. I, I was probably out like two hundred dollars mm-hmm. by the end of the weekend. But oh, it's weird. It's weird. It, yeah. It's That's I mean, it, it makes sense because she helps you with so many things you don't think of. Like when you turn around, and you go, oh, man, I, I didn't bring my flats. I only have my heels. Oh, I already got them for you. They're in this bag. And the, like pulls. She's like Mary Poppins. She had everything. She was amazing. <laughs> this uh, plantation slash restaurant that I experienced when I was a kid was the, the most surreal thing I think I've ever done because everybody else. What was the name of it? I don't remember. Where in Atlanta? Yeah, it was Atlanta. And at but, that point, had you figured out, like, oh, this is about slaves? Yeah, there was no doubt. Really? Ooh. And ev- 100% of the staff was African American, <gasps> and they were playing up, you know, the whole angle. And then. At, was it Aunt point, Fanny's cabin? Don't know. Maybe. <laughs> don't Aunt know. Fanny's cabin. Uh, Could have been. I wouldn't be surprised if there weren't more than one of these in the greater Atlanta area in that decade of like late 70s, early 80s. But when it was time for dessert, a little boy came out, Mm -hmm. like a little boy, like five, six years old, with a sandwich board that had all the, you know what a sandwich board is? No. Brandon, you know what a sandwich board is? Yeah, isn't it the fold out? Board with a sandwich on. No, no, no. no isn't it the fold out in the front of the restaurant that says like what their specials are today? Oh, yeah, but okay. but somebody you you could Did put he your have head. Actual sandwiches it's like on? an A-frame sign, but you, you're wearing it. You're wearing the yeah. sign. Mm-hmm. It's what John it. McClane has to wear with that really poor message in Die Hard okay. with a Vengeance when they put him in Harlem. Yeah, <laughs> he's wearing a sandwich board. Zeus makes him do it. And hey then, Zeus. So Did you just call out. me? Hey Zeus. No, the little boy came out with the desserts. And then, after everybody ordered the desserts, the sandwich board, he takes it off and he tap dances for the table. Oh. Yeah. Cringe. I think it was Aunt Fanny's. (laughs) Might have been. Oh, my gosh, it is Aunt Fanny's. Is it still open? No, God. Do you see the little little boy with the sandwich board? No, I see a little boy in a chef's hat pointing at the menu to, to... White patrons mm-hmm. at the restaurant. Ask the, what what'll it be? Asked the little waiter at Aunt Fanny's cabin. Oh, yeah, this is it. Weird. Portrayed the South before the Civil War and emancipation as a world of smiling slaves who loved serving the kindly white people who held them captive. Sure. It's not open anymore. I'm guessing. I, no. Oh. Uh, yeah, it says the restaurant's core building was a relic of the Civil War area. And the home of a former slave named Fanny Williams, who spent her last years sitting on the restaurant's front porch, telling of the war and its aftermath. Okay. Well, uh-huh. I got in on the later years of that. So she died in 1982, it looks like. Really? Uh, yeah, but it says the restaurant closed. And she was a former slave. That they, they, yeah, they know. They totally found out she lied about that. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> that, she would have story. had to be like 130 oh, if she died in 1982. Yeah, right? they, uh, they they do mention that in this story. It's called, what is it? Restauranting Through the History. And uh, they do say she lied about that. But it says here the restaurant closed in the 1990s. You know, her, she was, her lying about the timeline is far from the worst thing that's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says here... Uh, 
she was actually 81 when she died. So, yeah, she totally <laughs> lied about that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Fanny Williams was Yeah, supposed- that's probably what I, what I experienced mm-hmm. with my own eyes. Oh, my gosh, so yeah. Crazy. And that would have been, 82 would have been right around the time I'm talking about. Yeah, been. right here. They elaborated you know the Aunt Fanny re- legend enacted what are known as, quote, blacks in blackface scenes where cheerful servants would sing, dance, and even join patrons in singing Dixie, the anthem of the antebellum South. I, I can tell you exactly when it was because I remember being in our motel or hotel. Mm-hmm. We were there for my dad's work in Atlanta. My mom had taken us out of school, so it was during the school year, and it was the weekend all the TV coverage was about Mount St. Helens erupting. That would have been uh, 80. 1980? Yeah. And me and my brother went to go see uh, Empire Strikes Back. This is horrendous. In the Peachtree Mall. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been the exact same time, because that would have been May of 1980. Yeah, it says here. That's when I was on my trip, and that's when I went to go see the slave restaurant. Well, you're in luck. (laughs) (laughs) You were able to see it. Because it says here it stopped uh, in the late 1980s, the dancing. It says the the restaurant's third owner continued the song and dance tradition until a cabaret tax was demanded, and dancing by the black boys stopped. Awkward. They would what? hold yoke-style wooden menu boards around their necks yep. while they shouted out the menu offerings. That's right. And this Show was on child. a school night, by the way. <laughs> These kids were working, and they were school age. They had to go to school. Oh, my gosh. Boy, this is a flood of memories. Yeah, it says here. <laughs> I heard the I heard the N-word. And oh, maybe no. Atlanta's changed, but I heard the N-word from white people more that week than I ever heard it. The rest of my life. Oh my god! Was in uh, was in Atlanta. Nickelback. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so we kind of got off track anyway. Uh, where, Ryan, where Re- Ryan Reynolds and oh, Blake right. Lively had their oh, wedding yeah. at one of these plantation things, and I was wondering if it was anything like my plantation like experience. Your vacation in 1980. <laughs> Again, I would have been 12. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> So I really couldn't do a whole lot about it, all right? Uh-huh. Anyway, Ryan Reynolds calls it a giant <laughs> effing mistake, yeah. and he's really sorry for it. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Somebody said uh, to test to see if our computers can actually hear us, because Nico had a bottle of Pepto-Bismol yesterday, and we were talking about his Pepto-Bismol. Mm. And for the first time ever that I'm aware of, a Pepto-Bismol ad popped up <laughs> on my browser. Did it pop up on anybody else today? No, I just no. thought on yours. So somebody said we need to mention it by brand name, like if we want to test it. Uh-huh. But just so you're clear, we didn't type in Pepto-Bismol. Did anybody type no. in Pepto-Bismol? No. We only talked about it with the computer in the room. Right. I've noticed that happening before. Like, sometimes I'm not even talking. Like, I'll think about something, and that ad will show up uh, on my on my brow, you know, on the website that I'm, I'm looking at or whatever. Have you ever had that happen to you? Mm-hmm. What's yeah, going but, on with that? But what, <laughs> yeah, because we were just <laughs> talking. What's, what's, what's the deal? What's the deal with those ads? <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about those auctions, and then I opened my Instagram up during a commercial break, and that, that was the sponsored ad that I came up with. Oh, bid now at propstore.com. Really? Well, yeah. that, but you went to the site, right? Not on my phone, on the computer here at work. Do you log into the same, but do you log into the same accounts? Through Google, uh, through Google Chrome or anything like that? Let me see. My I don't Instagram. know. 
because those would all be linked. I don't know. I just I know. get that they're just trying to sell you stuff and they're mm-hmm. trying to figure out what you're likely to buy, but it's still creepy, right? I don't know. Oh, Sometimes yeah. I'll put it out into the universe. I'll be like, I am looking for geometric flower pots, geometric flower pots. And then when they don't come up, I'm upset. Like, you're supposed to be on my side, random so internet we, people. We talked yesterday on the air about Pepto-Bismol. Then mm-hmm, a Pepto-Bismol mm-hmm. ad pops up. So we decided we were going to talk about jet skis, but somebody said you got to mention them by the brand name. So Sea-Doo. We said Sea-Doo a few times. Sea-Doo. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting a Sea-Doo. Sea-Doo? Do we have a licensed Sea-Doo dealer? I don't know, actually. We probably do. The only other brand I can think of is because of their commercials in the 70s. Johnson was a manufacturer. Okay. We were also talking about snowmobiles. Isn't it like Snowcat? Yeah, Snowcat is. Mm -hmm. I got to show you guys the the commercial that ran in the 70s and 80s for for Johnson. Um, I would see you already looked something up. Yeah, I know, but this is a boat. This isn't actually a, a jet ski. They didn't, but this is a real ad. You ready? <laughs> Summer whites, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. wow, I feel Good like it could have maybe been more than 50 you, your years. Your kids and your Johnson, yeah. And I your, mean, 50 and years. summer whites. That's a long surviving Johnson. Good job. I'm going to be singing that all day. You and your Johnson. All right, uh, Joanna, what else? Oh. In our entertainment. Okay, so we know Ryan Reynolds is really, really, really sorry. bummed yeah. out that they you had a plantation wedding. Buzz went to racist restaurants when he was younger. That is, That was a very interesting story. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Anyways, movie theater owners are criticizing Disney after the studio announced that Mulan will stream on Disney Plus. During their most recent earnings call, Disney revealed Mulan will go straight to Disney Plus on September 4th, available to watch for a one-time fee of $29.99. Obviously, this development was a massive blow to theater owners who saw Mulan as a way to generate business at some point this year. Theater owners in the UK expressed their displeasure with Mulan going to streaming with one calling it a big F you to exhibitors. Mm. Mm. I mean, Disney still has to look out for themselves. Right. So the movie was $200 million worth to make. And because of the rising cases, there is no guarantee that people were going to be going to theaters and make up this whole $200 million. Uh, so theater owners are in a very difficult situation that was basically out of their control. Disney had to do something immediately to hey, release that and to kind of gain that money back, or at least I, some of it. You guys were looking forward to seeing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so Me not so much. I bought so- movie theater tickets in advance. Oh. You were going to the cereal one, weren't you? I was you? going to the cereal party. And I was all mad because I was like, you're ditching me? You're like, no, I'll see it twice. <laughs> if you had both options, pay for it on Disney Plus for $30 or it was shown in the theaters, which one would you do? Oh, like if, it, if they were both available? Oh. Yeah. I, I'd i probably do theater. I almost risked my life this past weekend to go to the movies. And at the end, I didn't. Did you know you can... Uh, I shouldn't say this because we're doing this a lot now. But uh, did you know you can rent a theater? 
Mm-hmm. And yes. it's not yeah, that expensive. Yeah, because you told me. Yeah, because I, I, I told Brandon, I was like, "Hey, when's your your daughter's birthday?" And he tells me, "I'm like, dude, I have yeah, an idea you can for do you guys." Private parties. My friend mm-hmm. did that. He we're doing that on Friday. He oh, how fun. Yeah, he rented out uh, a movie theater, and so it's like 20 people. Yep. And you can go, and it's it's really not that bad. Like it's it, he was like, "Yeah, no, I just paid for it." So well, what's the movie? <laughs> I don't even want to tell you. Come on. What is it? Uh. Harry Potter. No. <laughs> like the least That's shocking answer fun. ever. Buzz is sitting here hoping that maybe you're going to finally watch one of those movies that he has. Godfather. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Stop trying to get us to watch that. Although I do love what FitFam put. They're like, go take your kids to this family classic and it's Pulp Fiction. Because <laughs> 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 that's going to be one of the movies they're showing at the drive-in. You can check out the list of drive-in movies over at buzzadamshow.com. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, no, so that's something that oh, people have been doing is, you know, if you don't, and it's if the for the price, I mean, it comes out to kind of the price of a movie ticket. So if you have a group of people that you feel comfortable with and being in a room with for a couple hours, then yeah, do it. Well, it comes out of the price of a movie ticket if you charge all your friends to go to your party, right? It's really... How do you throw a party? Um, Usually Brad tells him, hey, you're throwing a party. Yeah, Brad <laughs> says, you're throwing a party. I'm like, I don't want it. Look, the cost... you got to do it. Because Joanna's just going to come over here and steal my alcohol. I was going to say, the, the cost of that bottle of alcohol is probably more than the rental is of that theater. Probably. The rental of the entire theater is $100. Yeah. Or less. Yeah. Well. Like where, right, like the... At but the, it's At the uh, crappy mall theater, or which one? No, it's one of the... AMC ones, isn't yeah, it? yeah, or Cinemark. I think it's Cinemark. It's Cinemark. It's yeah. We're going to the Cielo one, but yeah, it's 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 not mm-hmm. that bad. So I I would do that if it was for and if it could be for a new movie. If it was for Mulan, I pay a hundred bucks and Joanna. You know, I wouldn't even invite anyone else. Joanna, it would just be us. I'd be like, let's oh, go. Oh, that would be great. Like that one time we went to see. The mountain between the us. The mountain between us. It was just us. It was just the two of us. And then I got a leg cramp at one point. And I was standing up in the aisle like, ow, ow, ow. And Joanna's like, I, we are so lucky no one else is in here eating popcorn watching. All right, let's. Uh, <laughs> like you're doing that stamp thing. We're like. It was so painful. Are you okay? <laughs> doing lunges down the hallway. <laughs> Oh, so embarrassing. I miss it. Joanna's just sitting there with the popcorn, like, that looks painful. She gets in front of the screen and she's doing like the yoga pose. So you see your hands up and like the warrior pose. All right, let's try and power through this. Okay. Tom Hanks is in early negotiations to play Geppetto in Disney's live action version of Pinocchio. Did you say play a pedo or play Geppetto? Ah, see, Geppetto. P-E-D-O. Geppetto. All right. This they're, is what, they're going to no. all be coming out soon, man. This is what QAnon's going to say. More like Geppetto file, am I right? Oh no, not I mean, Tom Hanks. He is a guy that makes a little boy. So. Oh no, <gasps> made out of wood. <gasps> and he hopes that he'll become a real boy. Oh no, stop! Robert Zemeckis is on board to direct the project, the latest in a long line of live-action remakes from Disney. The project will reunite Zemeckis and Hanks, who have previously worked together on Forrest Gump, Castaway, and The Polar Express. And finally, everyone knows that. Dum dum sound that plays when Netflix comes oh, yeah. on, right? Mm-hmm. I think everybody ought to know that. But there it is. But did you know that they almost went with a totally different sound? What? Yeah, a goat's bleat. The goat was one Meh. of the finalists. 
but it just wasn't something that they decided to go with. According to a Netflix exec, they weird. said they kind of wanted it to make it their version of Leo the Lion. Leo the Lion is the MGM so you pick a goat? logo with the roaring lion, and they wanted it to do that. But it just wasn't for them, I guess, at the end. I mean, everybody knows that. Like That's iconic at this point now. Mm-hmm. Well, but if they'd have done it the other way, maybe this would be iconic. Oh, and yeah. Can you Got imagine it. every time you open that? Oh, I thought you were going to play it. Every time I hear this... It's like, all right, I know what I'm doing for the next hour. Trying yeah. to find something Trying to, to watch. Trying to find something, something to watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Sally, there's no audio of the goat bleat in question. All right, well, I imagine it would sound like this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. With entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. All right, thank you, Joanna. You're Let's, welcome. Uh, Show calendar? Nope. <laughs> we spent too clock, much time man. on the Break. movie theater. Yeah. Dude, do I need to recolor that clock for you? Kinda. There's you, nothing you even look on at that it? clock, Brandon. I'm looking at it right now. We oh, did. Well, there's there was a blue marks dot. on there. That's All right, baby. if you're saying we got a break, let's go ahead and take the break. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Let's uh, take a look at our Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events. And today is the 6th of August. A uh, few things going on today. Today is National Fresh Breath Day. Ooh. And halitosis awareness. Thinking those things are connected. Hmm. Today is National Root Beer Float Day. Oh, I love a good root beer float. You know, I bought a root Some beer. A&W. Oh. I bought a root beer flavored beer. Oh, yeah. About six months ago thinking I'd get some ice cream and I don't know. I just can't bring myself to do it. I, th- I feel like I, I would ruin the beer and the ice cream by combining those two things. Birthdays today include Tony Award winner Leslie Odom Jr., who played Aaron Burr in Hamilton's 39 today. Actress Vera Farmiga, who played uh, Lorraine Warren in those Conjuring movies, and she was the mom on Bates Motel. She's 47 today. Was she the one that was in Up in the Air mm-hmm. with uh, Anna George Kendrick, Clooney? George Clooney, yeah. yeah. The, the other one was Vera Farmiga, where he tracks her down and goes over to a house, and then yeah. it's like, oh, it's a beautiful house, and I can clearly tell you have a, a family, family with, a husband there. with kids. Yeah. And uh, from the Spice Girls, Jerry Hallowell is 48. Which, what was she? Ginger. Ginger, that's The one right. who got kicked out. Did she? She posed nude. Yeah. Oh. Director M. Night... like, I haven't seen these. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan is 50. Uh, Sixth Sense, Signs. Other than Sixth Sense and uh, Unbreakable... What would you? Is there anything else he's done that you would oh, say is a that, good um, movie? Split was Split. really good. I'm trying to think of what else, but he's not. Done. But he Glass but, was not great. I've heard from people he butchered the Last Airbender. I never I saw think it. So. I don't care what everyone says. I liked the the Village. Um. Yeah. I. People hate the happening. I didn't hate the happening. At the same level that. That's the one where. Oh yeah. Mark Wahlberg is being yeah, yeah. Mark Wahlberg is being terrorized by the wind. I actually like that. <laughs> one. That was pretty good too. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, remember the visit? I think we went and saw that together, Buzz. The one Aww. where the kids go visit the grandparents. <gasps> yeah, he didn't direct that though. He might have been the executive producer. No, he but... did. He did the whole thing. Oh, he he directed, he? wrote it, and produced it. Yeah. What did we think of that? <laughs> what did we think about that, Brandon? <laughs> 
It was decent. It was all right. It was a a, a decent comeback from him. But it, trying to compare anything to Sixth Sense, I think, is. Yeah, well, that's the thing. When you make your something so when your big. first movie is Citizen Kane, it's really hard to top it. You know. Uh, so M Knight is fifty. Retired NBA legend, ex-San Antonio Spurs center David Robinson is 55 today. The Admiral. The Admiral, that's right. And Michelle Yeoh, who starred in Crouchy Tiger, Hidden Dragon, is 58 today. A couple of dates in history of interest. It's the uh, anniversary, the 75th anniversary of the atomic bomb drop on Hiroshima. In Japan. Ooh, ooh, I have the numbers yeah, for you. Yeah, I wanted to ooh, know nice. that that explosion in Beirut, how mm-hmm. many of those would equal the atomic bomb that was dropped on Hiroshima? Do you remember the Halifax explosion? We've talked about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've heard it come up before, yeah. Okay, so they said that the blast in Beirut was about two-thirds of the Halifax blast, 15% of the Hiroshima bomb. Okay, so That's you, it. you need about six of those explosions, six and a half of those explosions that we saw in Beirut to equal what, what was dropped on Hiroshima. The energy yield is what they're saying. They say <clears> it's <throat> it's unfair to try and compare, convention, uh, compare a conventional explosion well, like that. Because the radiation yeah. was the big thing. Right, but they say the energy yield um, was only about 15%. All right. so, that wow. was 75 years ago, 1945. Dropped the atomic bomb on Hiroshima. Also, 130 years ago, the electric chair was first used. It was used in a prison in Auburn, New York, and a convicted axe murderer named William Kemmler was the first person to be executed. 1890. How do you do you think? How do you think it went? Smooth, or were there some hiccups? I would imagine there were some hiccups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't go exactly smooth. They botched the first attempt, and they had to zap him a couple of more times. Uh, to get it to work. But that uh, happened on this date in 1890. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. I just came across something that suggests that the morning show predicted a major event this week. Any idea what it could be? Huh? Uh, Somebody posted, somebody they didn't post on Facebook, (laughs) they sent us a message saying that we predicted a major world event last week on the show. Ooh, what is it? Oh. Is it Are bad? you guys going to do your song? Oh, we uh, can. This is the thing. We'll make a deal with you. We'll do a like a, a rough version of it now. Let's do but, the July version. But we would like for Duke to do it. Yeah, maybe Duke should do it. Yeah, we want Duke to do it. One, because he probably knows the song better than we do, because we're like, oh, that's why that one doesn't rhyme. Yeah. We just got it. You got lyrics, though, right? We do. Yeah. Where did you get the lyrics? From? You know what? Um, Twitter. Twitter. Okay. So we found the. We you found, know. You know. I was looking at the lyrics, and they're they're good, but you could do that every month. Like you could have a month. Oh no, that's what we found. We found oh, the. That's what we found. Song. It's the whole Up year. Until this this point. I'm gonna send it to Brandon because Brandon probably knows this song. So maybe he can. Well, assist. don't try and rope him into it. Is I it mean, Dire Straits? No. <laughs> no, it's uh, Billy Joel. <laughs> oh. Oh, we didn't start the fire? Yeah! Yeah, I saw that pop up. With the lyrics? Yeah. The whole song? Um, I thought I did. I thought I saw somebody shared it on Facebook. There was a meme of it. I didn't know they were doing it for every month, but I was going to suggest you guys could do... 
You oh, no, want to bring up yeah, stuff. Demon, that, demon, COVID sores, Taylor Swift, folklore, yeah, that's the, running, yeah. bu- Portland trouble, NBA is in a bubble. Oh, see, look, Brandon could do it. Was, All right, well, he already didn't want to do John Lewis, Herman Cain, Fauci's pitch, good lane, no election. Hold on, hold on, don't, don't. But look, the, the one that I sent you. Don't shoot your whole wad nice. right now. Spit acapella, yo. Well, did you get the one with the <laughs> intro, chorus, chorus, chorus one? Mm, oh, okay. No, I just saw what you had. No, no, the no. The one that you sent was just kind of the, the those few lines. Oh, no. Let me send you this one because right. it has the whole song. It starts with like social distance, quarantine, toilet paper, Goya I think beans. I just Goya beans. Bring Goya beans. All right, Joanna that, just sent you the right was one. Was that July? Was Goya that beans was July? July. Wow. Seems like ages ago, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But All right. No, so this is kind of song. just, yeah, this is more of just like, here's 2021 and how much it sucks. Well, do you want to, like, practice it a little more and then Hell do yeah. it, like, last thing in the show today? Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. They're showing an interview. They're doing uh, this thing on daytime where they talk to uh, actors that were from some of their favorite movies, like, mostly in the 80s. Mm-hmm. They're talking to a guy. I thought it was Brett Favre. It's Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall. <gasps> no, yeah. that's not see, him. Yeah, that's Anthony <gasps> Michael Hall. He kind of looks like, oh, what was uh, what was Daryl's brother's name in Walking Merle. Dead? Merle. He kind of looks like Merle Dixon. He looks he like Michael does. Rooker. Yeah, he does. Because that's because Michael Rooker also played uh, Yondu. Well, he looks like Merle in The Walking Dead. That character Has he just gone down the path? Because remember, he was in that one episode of Community. Oh, yeah. Where he's like, are you all perpetually on your way to the gym? Dude, my life is a gym. <laughs> yeah, he looks in good shape. I mean, but he looks like an old man. He does That's not look Paul, anything at all like the weird science kid. He does not what? look like the geek at all anymore. Or Rusty Griswold. <gasps> God. Or Farmer Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I would not have guessed that that's who well, we were looking show at. Show us a damn picture. I, it's, it's on. on it's on TV. Oh, I tried to look up a picture and I didn't see anything. You got. You ought to put your TV on the same channel that mine's on. I don't, I don't like your TV. channel. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can put it on a different channel. It's just. I like the channel ours is on right now. This is a good channel. Well, what's on, what are you watching? Nothing. It's off. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So remember when you for a time there you turned the TV off because everybody kept getting distracted. I do every time the weather comes on, Buzz, thanks to you. I made you get distracted because of the weather? Yes. You're a douchebag. How? Because you're mean. Hmm? Because you were mean. And every time the gentleman comes on, I get distracted. Because you're mean. This dude's hair? Oh, you mean... Yes. Jerk. Okay, who, me? Yes. I'm mean? Yes. You sit there and tell me that that weathercaster's hair is not unsettling. It's... Well, now it is. Every time he pops up, I'm like... <gasps> right now, your hair is unsettling. Yeah, what's going on with your hair? Yeah. I, my hair is the same as it always is. No. I thought. You got like a one strand... It's an alfalfa strand. Down, and then you got one sticking up. I, it's not like I'm naming names. I just said there's a local weather guy. But I was, dude, you said it. You said the channel once. You're like, the morning on so-and-so. Yeah, no, you called that. him out by name on uh-huh. the air. Did I? Oh, yeah. That was like a five-minute conversation. Well, my bad. Um, so here's what uh, they said we predicted. Not sure if this has been brought up or mentioned already, but it's so weird that toward the end of last week, you guys were talking about beer pong Beirut mm-hmm. and about how it was called Beirut because of a bombing. 
And oh, then yeah. Beirut oh. became the center of attention with an explosion going off. I didn't even think about that. <gasps> We're talking about Post Malone's beer pong league, and I guess Nico was saying, well, what most people think of beer pong is a game called Beirut. And nobody knew why it was called Beirut. So. No, we knew that Nico, we found out Nico's like a beer pong expert. And it sounded like Lisa knew most of this stuff too, though. Well, yeah, but I also didn't get like super upset like he did. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Beirut, right. the can, game, can and the fact agree? that it got it got named that because there had been a when that game was invented. Yeah, there had been a bombing. I think it was the the one that against the U.S. Marines in Beirut. So we were talking about Beirut bombing last week, and then a big explosion goes off in Beirut. What, it, what could that possibly mean? <gasps> Nothing, but Simpsons do it. So Yeah, we're smart as the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> we predicted the future about the same way that the Simpsons do whenever they come up with something. Yeah, it's a whole... It's in the podcast, and the podcast episode is called The Beer Pong Cognizance. And in it, I put Beirut. <gasps> we're the Simpsons, you guys. Yeah. Here are the top five things that Americans say they've given up or cut back on to save money during the pandemic. Number one is gym memberships. Well, I can see that. I mean, if the gym closes down for a couple months, which most of them had to do, you know. You're not going back. uh, Yeah, and a lot of people, it would be nice if you could support your gym by paying, even though you're not using the membership, but not everybody can do that. You know, that's one of those things that, that got cut. Streaming services. People say, uh, report that they have cut back on streaming services. Cable. I would think that that would almost increase because you're because you're home more. But I could understand you could how maybe watch it, now that, that you're stuff, looking man. at it, you're like, okay, I I haven't logged into Netflix or I haven't you know been watching anything on Hulu recently, and then you know getting rid of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it comes down between that and your electric bill, well, you can't really watch the streaming if you don't have any electric anyway. Yeah. Uh, Cable also made the list of things Americans have given up to save money during the pandemic. Chocolate and ice cream. Have people, do you think people have cut back on on getting restaurant food or increased getting restaurant food in the pandemic? I don't know, because we're about the same. Yeah, it's a toss-up, because I know when I had to quarantine, I didn't buy any... Uh, food like even delivery I just I made everything at home and but then the minute I was out freedom to go to Whataburger every day <laughs> that would be maybe a fun challenge one of these days like whatever you've got in your house now you can't get any more food from a restaurant or a grocery store until it's all gone yeah that's called me during quarantine <laughs> that was my life <laughs> but I found I could make really cool stuff like there was an, one day I was talking to my friend Tilo on the phone he's like well what do you have there and I'm telling him he goes dude make some good like noodles like some ramen so but I made it like the top ramen and then I put like a like a soft boiled egg in it and I added like some green onions and I added some bean sprouts and I added like all this stuff so it ended up being really really good by the time I was done all right I've also got here well let's talk about the coronavirus vaccine which there is not yet but they're working on it and you know we had some clips in the news today where they were talking about they're trying to rush this thing 
Only 42% of Americans say they'll get a coronavirus vaccine when it's ready. How do you feel about the vaccine right now? I think it's moving along nicely. I I mean, there's not much we can do about it. No, no, but I mean, as far as getting it, say they came out with it tomorrow and said, hey, listen, we're putting this into mass production. It's going to be out. You can get it next week. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll wait a little bit. The 42% the of people, batch. see, I yeah. think that includes people like you. You're not anti-vax, and you might get it, but you just don't want to be the alpha test, right? Yeah, absolutely. Only 42% of Americans say they'll get the coronavirus when it's ready, but that, see, I think more people were like, oh, I'll get it after a few weeks, or when we see what it's... Uh, the number was 70% in early May when they asked the same questions. Would you get a vaccine if one was ready? 70% said they would. Now it's only 42%. And the biggest reason is people are being afraid it's being rushed out without proper testing. Well, they're they're definitely not doing the the entire testing protocol that they would normally do. I mean, there is a rush to get this out. So I wouldn't completely dis- discount that concern, I guess. This is a big day for the musical Hamilton. Have you guys seen Hamilton yet? No. Well, mm-hmm. it's on your Disney yes. Plus. Yeah. And it's wonderful. I'm eventually going to watch it. First of all, it was on this date five years ago that Hamilton debuted on Broadway. I've been hearing so much about this Hamilton. It's almost like when everybody tells you something so great. It can never meet those expectations. It can never meet the expectations. And I've been hearing that for five years about how great this Hamilton is. I watched it on Disney+. Plus. It lives up to the hype. I mean, it really is great. So 2015, Hamilton opened on Broadway. And it is also one of the star's birthday not leslie odom jr i mean not uh lin-manuel miranda but leslie odom jr is the one who's having a birthday 39 years old today so his birthday was on opening night on broadway and somebody recently did a reworking of hamilton for 2020 and i thought i'd share that with you it'll also give lisa and joanne and brandon Time to uh, practice your We Didn't Start the Fire. You guys want to bring this song to life, right? I think Duke would be the right one to do it. We but. should have Duke mm, do it. You, I mean, but you said you would do the rough version for us. And now you got everybody's hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> so when we come back from commercials, run through it for us. See okay, it. Sure. Run it up the flagpole. Oh, see on, if anybody we'll salutes. Yeah, yeah, we're ready. Okay. F it. We'll do it live. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. I've got the karaoke bed ready, so I hope you guys have got enough practice in. I barely looked at I, it. I mean, totally didn't practice, but we're ready. Nobody <laughs> told me anything. I went to the bathroom. I'm back here. So it's they, be great. They, somebody writes <laughs> lyrics to describe every month. To the tune of "We Didn't Start the Fire," mm-hmm. but they only do the lyrics. They don't. They don't sing it. Right. But That's, you guys are going to do that. We'll sing it, yeah. But I really do want to hear Duke do the version of it. I'll be like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's what it's supposed to sound like. Right? <laughs> don't sell yourself short. Mm, I think yours could high. be great. <laughs> Thanks, Buzz. Well, I like to be supportive. You bet. 
I got a few things over that I want to talk about from our website, klaq.com, so the main radio station website. And this this is uh, in the paper today. Glenn wrote about it a little bit, but did you know the city council it's voted and they're going to start listing businesses that directly violate uh, COVID-19 compliance? Wow. They're going to write them or find them? Or both? They're, no, they're going to out them or they're going to list them on the city's website. Mm. To me, this is nothing more than a great illustration of how toothless <laughs> these anti uh or these laws are, or these rules are. If they really went meant business, they'd fine them or shut them down. Instead, they're going to put the names on the on the website. In the case of some of these, it's going to be an advertisement because people are going to be like, "Oh, well, here's a bar where they don't make you wear a mask, or here's you know some place." I don't. I don't think it's a great idea. Not for the reason that a lot of people would, but it. It just goes to prove that there's not a lot they can do. You know, they can't raid these places, I guess, and shut them down. I, look what they're doing. City council. No, and they, it might well, also be a determinant uh, um, right. for somebody going there. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. if they're not following the rules, I'm not going to shop there. It could be a deterrent, but it could also be uh, a motivation for it some depends. people. So, it depends on the person. Right, but sure. also I know that they do oh, have... friends on Facebook. I've never... Oh, Jesus. I, in the beginning of this, I really didn't <laughs> see people... Um, I, I didn't see anyone enforcing the the laws in the I would say this past weekend and the weekend before, I've actually seen code enforcement going out into businesses. So and doing what? Though? I mean, other than going there, what have you seen them do? Well, the the place that, that I was at was complying. Everyone had masks yeah. on. Everyone was social distance. They weren't above the capacity they were supposed to be at. So I mean, can they write a ticket? Uh, well, I see. I I. The place I was at was following because I went uh, the gentleman that owns my gym uh, invited me and said, hey, you know, like, come try come come and look at my my restaurant and see how we're doing, because I, I did say I was like, I don't feel like a lot of places are abiding by the rules. And so I did go out there and yeah, no, I saw everyone was sitting the all the service staff had their masks on. I saw people had actual food on their tables. It wasn't just drinks. I'm suggesting that putting the name of violators on a city website for some of these is actually going to be free advertisement for them. If they're not going to do anything further than just list them on the city's website. Well, this was something that I I believe the the health director for our city was saying is that they are going to start enforcing and fining more people. Because remember, when they first did the shutdown, there were places that were fined. I think it was like a thousand dollars a person who was found inside of a business that wasn't abiding by the rules. So I think that's what they're kind of going to head back towards now. And they're saying, like, look, we're going to start doing this and also publicly outing if you're a location that wasn't abiding by the laws here's the story in the paper city council uh, voted five to three to disclose the names of businesses and facilities that are not complying with the city's emergency directive after a debate about public health and safety and the potential harm to a business's reputation this is uh, from Cassandra Hernandez, the city uh, city representative. For those businesses who are actively looking to be non-compliant, this would be another way, creatively, to deter those businesses from purposely putting the danger in public, but also violating the mayor's orders 
and the county judge's orders. Some of these places will wear it as a badge of honor. If it's like, it's not going to cost us anything, you're going to put us on your website because, you know what, bring it on. Well, I think if they do start finding these businesses, then, yeah, it'll cost them. Start doing that. But the fact that they had a vote to do this shows me how toothless See, but this, so far the rules have been. But the, for me, I like, I actually don't mind it because for me, that's going to show me businesses I won't be going to. You know, if you have restaurant A and restaurant B that are right next to each other and you were to find out that restaurant B, people aren't social distancing, they're not wearing masks, they're walking around, they're, you and know, they're proud of it. over capacity. Brandon, is are, which restaurant are you going to go to? I'm not going to that one. Exactly. And that and that's how I am, too. So out of everyone on this show, I would say, well, Joanna's not even going to leave her house. But like out of three out of four, like we wouldn't go to that place because of it. Because of the fact that they have been outed as a business who isn't abiding by the rules. That's one of the reasons that I like, you know, like my gym. That's the reason I like, you know, there's certain businesses. Because they're following the rules. Yeah. Right. And And I agree. There are a lot of people who will support people who are showing good community spirit by following the recommendations. Yeah, but the people who... But there are plenty of other people... But those people are already out and they know the restaurants in those places already. Like, you're acting like this is new. There is a place on the east side that I guarantee... Like, we joke around and call it COVIDs because so many people have either gotten COVID there, been COVID positive and still gone to that location or are employed there and have or currently had COVID. So, and we jokingly call it COVIDs because... Everybody we know who's gone there has gotten COVID, but that is a well-known thing. I just don't think that you're out in the city as much, so you don't really know. Like, this is a place that my, like, one of my best friends, he always tells me, he's like, I wouldn't let you go there. He's like, you haven't had it. And so he's like, I don't feel safe letting you go there, like, at all. He's like, I would never let you in that place. And so, but th- but it's well-known. Guarantee that's going to be one of the first places on this list of shamings. See, I am, and I'm telling you there are people listening right now that want to know where that place is because they want to go drink and, and go they, to a place I where guarantee they, they're probably social already. They already know where it's at. That's, mm-hmm. the, that's what we're trying to tell you is that they already know. If you're wanting to go out and party and do that, you're already doing it, and you already know the spots to hit up that the people are not going to be abiding by the rules. You already know. For people like us who we are so like there's a restaurant very close to where we are right now that I don't mind going and I feel very comfortable because they have outdoor seating. They're at capacity. They do the, the limited capacity. You have to wear your mask. If you are walking in, walking out, or going to the bathroom, have to wear your mask. Um, there's yep. social distancing. And that's a place I've, I've been there probably more than anywhere else during quarantine because I feel so comfortable going there. If they really wanted to play hardball with some of these places that aren't doing the social distancing and I'm not talking about, oh, they, there was a lapse or they screwed up or they didn't quite know that. Like places that are defiantly, proudly uh, defying this. And this would have to be on a state, statewide basis. Get their liquor license. They, but they did that. <laughs> I remember they closed down uh, bars in our city that were not abiding by it. They lost their license for 30 days. One of them just opened up the other day. Uh, but I, I think that's the point they're well, making. that is, was during the shutdown, though. But that's what I'm saying. How many of these have happened since the bars have been allowed to be open? They're not allowed to be open still. Oh, are they still shut? Yes, dude. That's what I'm telling you. Like, all of these places are reopening under a restaurant license. Yeah. 
A lot of these places are kind of. But that's but that's <laughs> but the that's thing. How they're getting around. It. That's how they're getting around it. But not only well, that. If you open up under a restaurant license and you're running as a bar and you're not doing any of the social distancing and you're proud of it, I wouldn't feel bad one bit if they if they revoked your your liquor license. But and that's what we're trying to say is that they are saying they're going to start cracking down on that because. So many places are saying they're quote unquote restaurants, but nobody has food in front of them. Nobody is. And that's why they're like, okay, we're going to start cracking down on this. And the places that I went. Have any of them done, hey, we're a restaurant. We got a candy machine. (laughs) You can get a Snicker bar. No, but you did here in, I think, California and in, in New York, they were doing that. Remember the Cuomo chips? Yeah. That was what it is. It was basically a bar that was offering chips and salsa and saying, whatever, now we're a restaurant, so let us open up again. And this is the problem is that a lot of places, uh, they do need to reopen because they're not making any money right now. I understand that. Um, Once the lockdown was lifted, there's a place on on the west side that I went and they were so good about and that's actually you know there's a lot of restaurants and there's a lot of bars that are doing the most they're trying so hard they're doing temperature checks hand sanitizer they're telling you to wear your mask well, when you're standing and let me let me be clear in my experience that's all i've experienced are people who are it seems like doing their best to follow the rules and doing it sincerely which is what makes me so mad about these that aren't yeah but th- and that's what I'm saying is that. Uh, oh, we know how mad you are about it, buddy. Y- yeah, uh, there you are trying to say. Grr, I'm like, so damn mad. We out of a, Facebook. Yeah, out of a hundred restaurants, there's probably five to ten that are not abiding by the rules, uh, abiding by the rules correctly. But that ninety and ninety-five, it sucks that they can't be open and trying to make a living because of these five or ten businesses that suck. And they just don't care and they don't want to abide by that. But that's why they're saying they're going to out them and say, this is a place that doesn't care. And hopefully that's what they're trying to do is the public shaming of hopefully other restaurants are going to, or other bars are going to be, dude, you're ruining it for us. Like we can't be open because you keep screwing up. You guys get ready to sing your July 2020 song. Oh, right. Get ready. (laughs) I just want to mention, uh, and I don't want to harp on this forever. But is now official. There is no way for me to get to and from work that doesn't involve some road work. <laughs> yes, there like, is, dude. There's dude. an entire post up on the website it for you. Says, no, yes, even dude. if I go down Mesa, nope. there's construction. No, read the post that says Buzz. Read this if you want to get to work. Yeah. Is actual- there a post that says Buzz, yes. read this if you want to get to work? Yes, there's an actual post on our website. Oh, it's on our website? Yeah. Pass. Uh, no. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> How is it? Just tell me. No. I, I've told, take the toll road. It's Here it is. How will Buzz get to work this week? Here's his road construction guide. Buzz, please read this before you leave the house in the morning or don't and get stuck in traffic all week. Really doesn't matter to I don't us. get stuck in traffic on the way to work, but I get rerouted and I have to go way out of my way. No, you don't. You don't. If you would read the post, it would say right. exactly, and it's even in bold. It how, says, many, how many days ago was it? How many two, pages? Two ago? days ago. Just click on Lisa's picture. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna skip Mesa traffic. is down to one lane down for like Mesa. three miles. I specifically told you yesterday, don't go Mesa. Take don't take the 10. It's don't free. take Mesa. Well, it's I'm the- Buzz Adams and I'm going to go down Mesa. Right. If I want to, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
Are you guys ready? Ready. All right. You can even. Which one are we doing? Can we hear the 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 beat first, real quick? Like the beat and are what key it's in could July be important. I really don't or... give a crap about the key. I'm not going to hit it anyway. It's in the key of G. Are we doing the whole thing or just July? I, I guess the whole thing. Uh oh. We're going to screw this up so bad. That's great. When does this start? At social distance? Oh, no, yeah. Well, the music. Here we oh, go. I think right here. here. Uh, no, 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 not no, yet. No, It'll count no, it down. For, I'm work. telling you. Oh, have no. you guys never All been right, to a karaoke night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Not yet? Not yet. I can't even. Where is it? Here, Make I'll count you down. Yeah, I'll yeah, count yeah. you in. Hold on. Two, three, three four. Quarantine, toilet paper, Goya beans, Carl Reiner, Regis Fielding, Adams, Les Singer, Weldon, Fred, Victoria, Stiller, Kirk, Douglas, Little, Richard, David Stern, Kobe Bryant, Joel Schumacher. You can't stop us halfway You can't stop the fire! You can't stop the fire, bud! You can if you guys did up so bad. What are you talking about? Start it again. Let's try it again. Somebody was singing different lyrics. It's like you guys had different lyrics or something. K-pop fans are pulling pranks. Cotton in the New York Times. Here we go. King of Staten. Here we go now. I've got to count you in. Okay. Four, three, two, one. Tiger King, Tom King. What? Goya Beans, Carl Reiner, Regis Philbin, Adam Schlesinger. Wilfred Brimley, Jerry Stiller, Kirk Douglas, Little Richard, David Stern, Kobe Bryant, and Joel Schumacher. Tiger. Oh, yeah. It's a bar. It's four bars here. Four bars. Two, one. Tiger King, Tom, Tom Hanks, K-pop fans are pulling pranks. Cotton in the New York Times, Peaks the King of Staten Island. Logan Paul, Cuomo's nip. Spurring. Koffler got the tip. Uncle Ben Butterworth and Aunt Jemima, goodbye. We didn't start the fire. No? No? Okay. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, this is, I, the it chorus, didn't. it just says chorus. It, <laughs> well, it's got the backup singers. I mean, uh, did they change the... Here we go, one. Oh. Watching birds, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, Tom Morella, antebellum stimulus check, Antifa, Silly Al Chaz, Robert Gobert on the jazz, You guys take too long. It's always disinfect. Oh, now I'm lost. Yeah, so am I. Yeah, TikTok man, Ellen's mean, hydroxychloroquine, Jake Wall, Gal Gadot, halftime, J Lo, Roger Stone, Donald Stone, Oh, we're off. We're off by only one, though. It's good turning. We didn't start the fire. No, we didn't light it, but we tried to hide it. Baby nut. George Floyd. Unemployed. Ronnie, Aussie Flames, Brown and Taylor, say her name. Jordan Dot, closed malls, no Miami baseball. Joe Biden, kind of lame. Aaron Paul accepts the blame. Blackout. Squares, drink plates, using Zoom to teeth. Oh, drink. You did teach. Golden Book, Cops Live. One without her food cries. Free shirt, Arbery, Neil Drew Brees. small size. He don't care how many die. We didn't. Oh. There we go. Were you doing the whole year? I thought it was just one month. I don't know. It's the whole year. It's the whole year. Do you want to do any more? Yeah. This is the last one. Can we say the S word? Taylor, Taylor Swift's folklore. Yeah. John Lewis, Herman Cain, Fauci's pitch, Gillane. No election, Don asked Karen's without a mask. Trump's test, Twitter hack. Unsolved Mr. Zizu's back. David Duke, no Olympic. Snyder has a name to pick. Mail in ballots might be fake. Why is everything a cake? We did it! All right, very good, guys. No, there's one more. Okay. the fire. We didn't light it, but we tried to hide. 
I ran Soleimani, Grok on Tampa Bay with Tommy Bloomberg, Steve Track, Obama, Gate, Shake Shack, Brexit, Mexit, Trump impeached, Nancy rips apart his speech, Jimmy Fallon's blackface, everybody knows the place, Murder Hornets, Lady G, Russian Bounty, RBG, Quibi Debts, Mookie Betts, Dust Cloud, Matthew Getz, Disney Plus has Hamilton, Alan's Dudley Title Son, Baptized by a Water Gun, Bring on 2021! Yeah. That was great. This is going to sound so great on the podcast. I know, right? Because <laughs> there's no tune. Yeah, and it's just going to be us. I, I, um, so Duke can do that a lot better. So than we'll that. send that to Duke, and maybe he'll make it wonderful. He's going to be like, how'd you guys screw it up that bad? I think you guys <laughs> need to. We tried to do it live. I think yeah. you guys need to write your own, like, to play every week. So it's like a recap of the week. Oh. Buzz gets mad at us, of course. Yeah. Buzz takes forever down the hallway. Buzz doesn't know not to go down Mesa. (laughs) Buzz is mad that we don't rhyme. Now it's executive time. (laughs) You got it. You guys could totally do this. Having only online class, Buzz better move his ass. (laughs) Pepto Bismol. (laughs) Hands of faith. Everything is going to be fine except for Nico's hairline. Oh, yeah. I think you guys would get a big kick out of doing this. Oh, it sounds like a lot of work. Somebody else had to write this for us. It does seem like a lot of work, but I know you're up for the challenge. Aren't you paying for Nico to go to like writing school or something? We did did find that out. Yeah. Why did he tell you that? Well, now you have him write it. Yeah, he could write it. He's going to school for it now. Look, you guys were doing it right now. Yeah, but, just yeah, doing but Nico's it. Nico's okay, the well, one going to school for it. Yeah, you're paying you for his for school. That. So get your money's worth. Mm-hmm. I can't believe he told you guys that. Yeah, he did. Because he says he has your card saved. And that's how you bought his breakfast Damn this it. morning. Yeah. Woo!